Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. Welcome to our podcast. Please be aware the thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are their thoughts and opinions only and do not reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks, or their sponsors and associates. We would like to encourage you to do your own research and discover the subject matter for yourself. Dark Becomes Light with me, Brady Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week, this is where you come when you want to hear the latest when it comes to whatever it is your neighbors are experiencing, or your family members, or your boss. I don't care what it is, from angels to aliens, Bigfoot to shadow people, hat man experiences, all of the above. You have landed in the right place because I am the lady who named shadow people and hat man, gave the name to these things, defined them, trademarked them for a lot of reasons because my goodness, there's a lot of craziness happening out there in the world and we are trying to help people. That's what it's all about. And you know what? We also get into the fluffier things. Angels, near-death experiences, all of that. Because, man, I think that's a lot lighter and a lot more positive stuff. Um, So if you've experienced anything out of the ordinary, if you heard a rumor, if there's a story you want me to address, you just let me know. Go to shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com. Tell me your stories every little detail and if you want to send a drawing a photo just send it on over to heidihollis at gmail.com i will take your messages and yeah i'll I'll check out the drawings why not (laughs) all right you guys guess what today it is all about your emails my absolute favorite types of programs the outlandish corner Mm -hmm. yep yep i am just digging on into these emails and they are piling up you know I have the weirdest things that go on with my emails. I I just don't even know how to explain it. Um, I try to go in order. I really do. And all of a sudden, I'll get a whole flash of emails that weren't there. And I, I don't know how it happens, but it does happen quite a bit. And then I'll get like, sometimes it's like really old stuff. And it just, boonk, all of a sudden, oh, by the way, here's that message that you were looking for. Here's that story. It's like they're getting screened or something. I, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, 
but it's happening and uh and people send me messages all the time they're like did you get my email because i sent it a long time ago and i'm like oh um let me check and i don't find it oftentimes and uh it's just the weirdest thing but anyways i want to remind you guys also to check out my social media usually most of it has at one heidi hollis put a one in front of my name so that is the truth for (laughs) facebook tiktok twitter Uh uh-huh yeah um i just put a one there because there are other people with my name and you know i thought it would be fun and you know what i did i i I friend requested all of them Let's share in this name. Isn't it a great name? Um, I don't know about them, but I always get people who will blend my first and last name and call me Holly. And one time I co-hosted with somebody who kept calling me Holly. Yeah. Emails, everything. I get that all the time still. But um, yeah, it's been an interesting world and life. Um, You know what? Let's dive on in. Oh, hold on. Hold on. You also got to check out my paranormal comic strip called The Outlanders, okay? Follow me at The Outlanders Comic on Instagram or go to theoutlanderscomic.com and also check out the other F word. I have a couple of books on the topic of faith because, man, I get so many people that write me and are like, okay, so I just saw the devil, but I don't get into that religious thing. So, um, anywho, and I'm like, okay, all right. Um, I just thought I would have some fun with it. I'm a cartoonist, and uh, I did some fun books. One for children, one for adults, and uh, just go to the theotherf4.com and check it out. Mm-hmm. All right, so anyways, we're diving in. All right, I'm, I'm grabbing this first email, and uh, this is... Okay, all right, all right, okay, all right. Yeah, we could do this one. <laughs> this one says, Dear Heidi, that's me. The hat man came when Corona started... And never left first time. I, I don't I don't know what that means. Um, I saw him in the front of me walking behind the bathroom window door. Okay, so hold on. Okay, I got to tell you guys something. I see what this email is doing. And it's messing me up with my rhythm. There is not a single period in the entire email. Nope, I'm, I'm scanning right, right now. <laughs> it's not a single one. It is a giant run-on sentence. One giant paragraph. You know, I do my best. I do wing it when I'm checking these out 90% of the time. Like sometimes if I see a please help or something, I I try to address those right away. Um, Or if I see something really short popping through, I'll say, finish it. But I do not edit these things. And it can be really hard trying to read these. And people are just like, I don't know. (laughs) I'll just write it and... uh, I have good grammar. I do your best because sometimes it's really hard to understand what's going on here. So, all right, I'm putting in some spaces and uh, we'll we'll begin again. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So uh, the hat man came when Corona started. Coronavirus, I'm assuming. Never left first time. Okay. Okay. And never left. Okay. First time I saw him in the front of me walking behind the bathroom window door and left to write every day. Many times in a day, I saw hat and long coat. He is very tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Uh, I'm going to take a breath right there. <laughs> so hard. So crazy. I didn't see his face. Then he started appearing in the living room corners. He used to come behind me when I was sitting on the sofa 
staying by the corner, and it escalated when I was sitting on the sofa, and he came behind me and started breathing into my ear, and my hair started flying. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is horrific. I jumped and I ran out of the house. Mm. Uh, I would have done that a long time ago. If he's pacing back and forth like that. No way, Jose. I think he choked me once by my Adam's apple in the neck. Hmm. Okay. I think he would be clear on that one, right? Um, I, I see him walking in my house. Not really in the middle of the room, but mostly by the walls. That's an interesting comment right there, because I I do hear that quite a bit, where they see him sticking along the walls, like they don't see him coming off the walls, not three-dimensional, but almost flat, but then not. It's, It's so weird. Okay. And I hear him, too. He trips up on the door kitchen counter or step. He trips... It's the clumsy, clumsy hat man. Um, (laughs) I can actually hear exactly on what furniture he bangs himself. (laughs) I see him less often, but now I hear him very often, like every day since the beginning of Corona. (laughs) My friend told me when she stayed over, there is something wrong. I never told her about him because she can hear noises of someone walking in the house, up the stairs, and tripping sometimes, closing the door. What the heck? This is crazy. This is a a very trippy hat man. (laughs) Pun intended. Uh, (laughs) My uh, other friend said she hears him walking in the house and making eating noises like munching on noodles come on that's crazy we've got a hungry tripping hat man guys none of my friends have seen him but they can hear him all the time i never told them about him they say the house is possessed without me mentioning him mm. I still see him, but every time I feel he is coming, I leave my house ASAP. (laughs) I don't blame you. I hope your book will help me because praying takes him away for a minute or so. And he is straight back at me since I saw him the first time. I feel like my life is turning into the wrong direction. Oh, I'm so sorry. I used to be very successful. Now, everything I do is turning into a disaster. Whatever I used to do before he appeared was golden. But now, genuinely, I feel different. My life turned 180 degrees into the worst. Like, all the bad things are after me. You name it, I am scared of him. Sometimes I think he is using my door-by-door handle or walking around the house. Like he lives here. Oh, heck no. Oh, heck no. That isn't allowed. And uh, they signed it Mel. I am so very sorry that you're dealing with this as you have. And, you know, but what what great validation to have your friends be aware uh, that this is happening. It's not just in your head. And how cool is it for you to be aware, knowing that his presence 
is what's making everything more horrific in your life, turning the way that it has. And, and that is the truth. That is the truth, guys. This is this is a pattern that happens to a lot of people. And people are like, hold on. You know, I, I think I, I discussed this um, on my show in the midst of coronavirus going ravaging the world um, that things were really picking up out there. People were really being slammed by the presence of shadow people in Hatman. And I wasn't surprised, but then it got oddly silent and then it would pick up again and then oddly silent and pick up again. And I was like, gosh, I hope these people that are battling this things, um, that they're okay. Because it was getting really, it was just peculiar, really peculiar. And uh, I know that Hatman was taking advantage and making and taking uh, new ground in his uh, ability to tackle people and, and take them down for the count. And, oh, it just ticked me off. Just absolutely ticked me off to hear some of the things and the atrocities. I mean, imagine we're, you know, people are losing their jobs. They're losing their lives, their livelihood. And, you know, coronavirus was just feeding into the negativity in the world. This was like a, a smorgasbord for Hatman and his minions. I mean, my goodness, what what couldn't he do or take advantage of at that time? I mean, think about it. But, you know, I'm going to finish this up a little bit uh, after the break because there's a little bit, a bit more to discuss. All right, you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back with more of your email. 
thought they were going to kill me. So I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Brady Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Today, it is all about your emails, and I want to remind you guys to go to shadowfolks.com and tell me your stories, especially dig into some of these more positive stories, even positive alien encounters. I actually believe in them because I had them happen myself. Um, So yeah, send them on over because we like to mix it up here on this program, and uh, wow, it's... uh, it's been absolutely an interesting life, is all I can tell you. Uh, you know, I just got done reading this very fascinating email from Mel. And um, unfortunately, they were experiencing a lot of different things. And the presence of Hatman has been more than a hindrance to their life. And uh, it needs to be addressed. And you mentioned my book. You said you hope that it will help. I do have the method in there on how to clear such things out. So, yes. It will help you with that. So I don't need to email it to you. Um, <laughs> I've spoken about it so many times here on this program. I won't bore people with the details unless somebody directly says, hey, tell me again how that works. Um, so, but, you know, anyways, I have to tell you, this is really horrific. I was talking about Hatman feeding and taking advantage of people dealing with coronavirus in the world. Absolutely was going mental and just a rampage of... Oh, Terrible things. Terrible things. And uh, here's an example of it. Just moved on in. And it acts like he lives there. And and obviously, (laughs) this is not a very graceful hat man. It's not funny. Really isn't. Um, He's tripping over things. And it's like, well, why would that be? You know, are there more than one hat man? That's a question I get all the time. Well, there is only one. Okay. But there are others who are mm, taking the place of. Uh-huh. Uh mimicking um being recruited if you will into Hatman's arena. So um this is not a really graceful one that obviously doesn't know what it's doing and um eating eating noises in your home. That that's crazy. That is really crazy. That sounds like a a human 
uh, recruit of a sort. Um, it, it's a long story. Um, but yeah, that's what it sounds like. It sounds like this is, um, or, or I gotta tell you this. I gotta tell you this. If hearing such things are absolutely driving you bonkers, like some people can't stand to hear other people eating <laughs> or, or things getting moved in their place. And uh, it knows that nerve to keep working. So it'll kind of make those noises just to aggravate. So if that's something, or, or even a superstitious sign, like a hungry soul eating, you know, what is that? I mean, Hatman will dig into your psyche to find what it is that irritates the crap out of you and go there. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not sure, but it's, it's, it's fascinating stuff. Um, but I hope that was helpful to you, Mel. And um, moving on, I, I grabbed a few short emails here. All right. And I just put them in a document and I'm just going to shoot them out to you guys because, <laughs> you know, I always say, you know, whatever you want to say, just uh, email it over and I'll, I'll read it on the air. And sometimes it, it it's just short stuff and that's, that's okay. So I'm going to do that. This one says, uh, I'm what some would call an experiencer. I've been having sleep paralysis since the age of seven years old. Ugh, I'm so sorry. That's horrible. I'm currently 43 years old now. Ugh, and I still suffer from sleep paralysis, alien abduction, reptilian entities often frequent me while in sleep paralysis during astral projection. Jeremy. Oh, that's, that's awful. Can you imagine sleep paralysis okay the the first off i i don't buy into sleep paralysis that's my personal uh thing because uh um uh, the scientific community needed to step forward and try to make an explanation for why so many people are reporting shadow people in hatman because i was getting a little bit too popular talking about this stuff so they're like oh we got an answer oh it's just sleep paralysis it's scientific um gosh what are the odds that you're not just seeing shadow people uh, you're seeing reptilian entities constantly coming at you. Um, that's, there are a lot of beings that are under the influence of shadow beings. Okay. And, uh, some of these reptilian ones are part of that. Um, essentially been conquered. It sounds odd. I know, but I've been talking about this for over 20 years now and about, uh, how they have ties to some of the agendas of the different alien beings out there. And and here we are, hold it, this person is not even saying about shadow people. They're, they're using that uh, term, the sleep paralysis term, as if this is kind of indicating shadow people. But look at this connection, reptilian entities. What do they do in common? Oh, during sleep paralysis or cannot move moments, um... <laughs> that's when they're coming. That's when shadow people come as well. Um, when people do astral projection, I say protect yourself, honestly, because you know what these things are capable of. And you're just kind of putting yourself out there like candy unless you're protecting yourself. So please, 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 please give yourself a moment to say something of protection. Uh, I'm a Christian, so I say, you know, Jesus, help me, protect me while I try to do something here. Um, I don't astro project, however. I have tried it, and boom, all of a sudden I'm in outer space looking around at very, very bright red plasma 
floating in space. It was, it was really wild. Um, I haven't really tried it so much since, but I was really surprised how well and easily it worked. But, um, I'm really hard to like meditate and, and all those things. I just fall asleep (laughs) and I travel in my sleep all the time. But you know what? I wonder if this is, I'm going to tell you guys something. I wonder if this is like a form of astral projection. Okay. Um, I think it is, (laughs) um, or, or just out of body experiences. Okay. OBEs, uh, I can be like going about my day, right? I do not like taking naps. I just don't. Naps are not my friend because it's so hard to get going again. So if I ever do them, I'll do a power nap. 15 minutes, maybe 20, but not more than that. Because then it's like, you know, just tuck me in. I'm just going to stay in this bed. That's it. Uh, (laughs) It's like, I'm comfortable now. Uh, But it's just, it's so uncomfortable for me to to do naps. So I'm like, why well, do it? You know, just put up with my day. But then I'll get these moments where I'm doing just fine. And I'm like, I have to sleep right now. I have to. And it'll come on so sudden. And I'm like, and it's not like narcolepsy or something. I just feel like something is calling my attention and I need to tend to it. And I'll go and take one of those quick power naps and I am not kidding you. I travel and there is a certain city I go to. Well, there's a couple of them. Have you ever seen something called steampunk art? It's like this industrial new age gothic looking type of uh, animation or, or, or illustrations out there. And um, there's a city that I, I tend to travel to that kind of looks like that. Uh, I'm very familiar with the city and things are kind of more grubby looking. Um, It's so strange. I'm trying to trying to find the words to, to express what it looks like. But the buildings are extremely large. But people look human there. Okay, everybody's human. And uh, but it's just like really overly large buildings. Um, I uh, went on an airplane and the plane was like three football fields and it had like three levels or something. And it's so packed with people and just really kind of uh, I'm just so familiar with it. So I I go there sometimes and um, uh, pretty often. But then there's also the Crystal City. I think I've mentioned on this program several times. Uh, it, Greek looking buildings that are made of crystal and white marble. And uh, I've gone there so many times to learn different things and go back and forth for as long as I can remember, even before this lifetime. And uh, yeah, so when you, when I go to these types of situations, um, sometimes I'm also like, I show up in people's homes, just helping them out with something. It's, it's so, so odd. It is so odd. So I think it's a, a, a form of uh, out-of-body experiences um, where I think some people can be more susceptible to being taken advantage of in, in that kind of state. Uh, for myself, I'm so absolutely familiar with it. I don't fret. I don't feel threatened uh, doing that. Um, but I think uh, people need to be weary and leery if this is something they're doing on purpose 
to project themselves to uh, protect themselves as, as well. So, all right. So I got another really quick little tiny email here. Uh, this comes from Rusty. And they ask, are there people that the ghosts and ghouls fear? Hmm, that's, a, that's a good one. People that make them leave a place. I have been hunting the paranormal since I was a child and can never get them to stay around. <laughs> that, was, that was unexpected. That was an unexpected uh, uh, <laughs> comment there. Um, my aunt, who was into the supernatural and could see things, told me I was different and spirits couldn't harm me. <laughs> I, I'm just, I just find that hilarious. So you're trying to hunt them and study them and they're taken off. Well, I think that uh, some of us do have a little bit of extra protection. I mean, we all have guardians, right? Um, protecting us, making sure we're good. And, you know, I find if there's people that are psychic in a family, they tend to have others who are gifted as well. So it's like in the bloodline. So maybe these things are more fearful uh, or don't want you to see them, you know? And here you're like <laughs> putting out cookies. Come here, little ghosty. And they're like, I'm out, you know, peace out. This is kind of a, a blessing, you know. Uh, maybe your energy is supposed to be put elsewhere. How about that? Maybe you should look into angelic things, near-death experiences, heaven encounters, uh, you know, Jesus encounters. Maybe maybe do that. They won't leave you. <laughs> All right, you guys, we're going to get to our next break. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, the Apollo Jim murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. It's just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with the Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets 
that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I forgot to mention that last email came from Rusty. Rusty, thank you so much for uh, reaching out. I am, uh, I have a similar situation where it's really kind of, kind of interesting. And I don't mind that uh, these dark things don't like me very much. Rusty, um, you were talking about uh, <laughs> the ghosts and ghouls potentially fearing some people. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, um, they don't like to stick around as much. I mean, sure, in the beginning, when I didn't know what was happening with all this stuff, I was just kind of being overrun, like, whoa, you know, so much coming at me. Uh, shadow people, uh, aliens. Uh, Hatman came when that I was writing uh, the book that was more pointed towards just him. Uh, <laughs> it was just a bit crazy. So, um, but you know, I got to tell you, when it comes to sometimes walking among people even i noticed that there'll be some people that just have this uh odd twitch when they get near me and this this like look like they want to growl it does it does that make sense you ever see that look on somebody's face out of nowhere like what what is wrong like they're talking to everybody really pleasant and then they're it turn your way and they're like don't want to look because they just are repelled by something it's happened to me quite a bit. And, um, you know, I just like to think, well, I guess uh, my light is a little too bright for them. <laughs> it's all good. You know, I'm not going to be upset that uh, something rotten doesn't like my presence. Oh, well. Um, so, but if you're trying to hunt the paranormal, you know, obviously then these things are no good. Why would these negative things, uh, ghosts and ghouls, why would they keep running away from you, you know? Um, some people like to think that some ghosts are just fine and dandy to keep around, but I'm like, what? Look, I don't I don't know why they're hanging around here, but I don't think it's a warm and fuzzy feeling. Uh, perhaps they're just selfish and don't want anybody else to own their home, or they don't want you to change the home. You know what I mean? 
So that's not a real positive and good person, ghost in the house. <laughs> uh, so anywho, yeah, there you go. Um, so moving on, I got another email here. Uh, this comes to us from Jody. Jody says, these are the short little emails. I was attacked last Saturday. Ooh, not good. This is the first time that it's ever happened to me. There are multiple entities. Huh. I also have video and pictures. I just don't know where to go from here. I can't get it out of my head. I'm worried they may come back. And that's it. Um, okay. I would expect a whole lot more. Um, just to hear, you know, what, what took place, what's happening with you. I, I don't, I don't get the whole picture here. How did it begin? What do you think uh, took place? What were you doing Saturday that it happened? Um, that's, uh, that's disturbing. I mean, I get it, but you've got, you took the time to videotape and get photos. That's, uh, I don't see anything attached here. Hmm. Um, so, but Jody, if you like to give more details, maybe I could lend uh, some insight into why these things are happening and how to, uh, you know, move on from this. Uh, I can imagine that you're freaked out that this has happened. I wonder if you're the person that reached out to me actually about these experiences. You know, sometimes people they'll chat with me, uh, or they send the the message through before they chat with me, and uh, and I think this name eh, potentially this might be the person that I, I try to help uh, in a chat. Um, but yeah, I, that's that's horrific, and I'm so sorry that you're dealing with that. Um, videos and photos, I try not to give these things too much of my attention personally. Um, when you film them, they really really don't like it. And sometimes things can get worse, okay? And uh, I'm speaking from a lot of experience with that. And people that have tried to, uh, they, they contact me like, oh, we want to do a film on Shadow People, Hatman. I'm like, well, uh, a lot of people get attacked, okay? They do. They get attacked. And um, I worked with several people. And I feel responsible to a great extent for various reasons I've spoken of, um, you know, I agreed in this lifetime to address these things, to do it a certain way. And, uh, people have gone ahead and just, uh, you know, grabby, grabby and like, I'm going to do this. I know what I'm doing. I am the expert on this. We forgot about this stuff, you know, where it came from. Let's just do it our own way. And then they get into trouble. I mean, you guys have heard like uh, some of the horror movies that have been created out there on real events and real places, right? And how a lot of the cast and crew get issues, all right? I know this happens. Uh, I don't even want to go into details, but I worked with one that um, it was it was really it was very detrimental to everybody's health. I was fine though. I was fine. Um, but others, no, no. And, uh, so people have to be careful about this. Um, taking the time to, to take videos, take photos, document. They hope to have the next big best thing to be the next big best, uh, um, go-to person expert. And, uh, if they don't have issues, you gotta wonder why don't they have issues? You know, it's like, 
maybe their message isn't the most positive and they're being influenced. And and I mean that. It's just, oh, the stories, the stories I could tell you. Um, But anyways, I hope this was helpful to you, Jody. Uh, Lay off trying to capture them on video. Um, If you need to have, if you're the person that I already spoke to, great. Then I got the information to you. But if you need the information on how to get rid of these things, go to my Facebook page. Uh, that is Shadow People and Hatman Experiencer. And I have it pinned there, the process on how to get rid of these things. Or you could also write me at Heidi Hollis at Gmail, and I will send it to you. All right. Here we go. Next one. Next. <laughs> oh, what is this one? Why is this? Look. Okay, this is weird. All right. All right. This one says, hey, girl. Hey, what's going on? Um, <laughs> okay, so back in spring of 20, 2002 is when this took place. I was just newly married to my first husband the autumn before. I was in my 20s, young and dumb. Hey, we all been there. Um, At the time, oh no. (laughs) Oh no, I just can't believe what I just read. At the time, I practiced satanic things. Like I said, young and dumb. Ooh, that is a, that's a big whoop. Whoopsie daisy. Okay. About midday, I had become very tired, so very drained, and I couldn't control it. Oh, what was I just talking about? I was just talking about how I got, I get that too, but for different reasons. Um, uh, I don't know where this one is going, though. We'll see. <laughs> so I told my husband I was going to go and take a nap. <laughs> so weird. I just spoke of this. Oh, my gosh. And I never did that. It is still very rare. I went to lay down and quickly fell fast asleep. Hmm. I found myself seeing in the spirit and an angel of the Lord came to me. Oh, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. Oh my gosh, this is going places I didn't expect. Oh my gosh, this is this is amazing, guys. Oh my gosh. Do you got goosebumps? I got such goosebumps. Because Okay, I'm going to talk about it after. Okay, all right. The angel told me to hold its arm and do not let go, or I would be lost forever. I didn't ask any questions and did as I was told. And like a flash, we were gone into some wormhole of flashing colors. Wow. Then they got darker till it was only black and red. There was screaming, crying, and moaning. Oh, I got the the worst goosebumps now. (laughs) This is hard to type. The memory brings me to tears. Oh, I feel you. Ripping my heart in two. Horrible, unspeakable things, unlike anything I have ever seen or wish to see again. Worse than any horror movie, and I have seen almost all of them. (sighs) Wow, guys. Take this in. Take this in. This is amazing. The angel spoke and said, if you keep this up, this is your fate. Then, like a flash, I was back in my body awake and panting heavily. Oh 
my goodness. I called my husband at the time to me and in a panic, I frantically asked him to pray with me. Oh my gosh. Okay. He looked confused, but we both got on our knees and I asked God to forgive me of the sins I made against him. I know he did because a week later, I got pregnant with my first child as a sign of forgiveness. She is now 20 years old and a beautiful reminder that God loves me. Shorty. Wow. Wow, guys. Oh, I'm covered in goosebumps from head to toe. I just, and, and, it, and I always like to say where, <laughs> where the goosebumps first started. They started at the top of my legs and just like whoosh, whoosh all over. <laughs> oh my gosh. Interesting. Okay, so, oh, there's so much I want to say. And we're getting close to the end of this segment. I just, um, I'm just taking this in. I got tears in my eyes. And, and I think uh, we should all know that, um, you know, it ain't over till it's over. Hear this person, Shorty, was <laughs> uh, doing satanic practices. And God saw that they were a decent person and came in and changed that changed everything for them changed everything and and i can relate to not the satanic practices but that uh how we'll just get into it after this break all right you guys you are listening to dark becomes light with me heidi hollis on the iHeartRadio and coast to coast am paranormal podcast network stick around we'll be right back hey girlfriends it's me carol fisher I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, My name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. 
thought they were going to kill me. So I kept my mouth shut and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Lady Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Wow, did we have an email there that went in a direction that I really wasn't anticipating. You know, I always uh, am surprised when I find that there are emails that are connected to another email, but here's one connected to something I just mentioned in the prior segment, and I did not read this email prior to know they were going to say the same thing. Like, I I get, I would call them, uh, like, nap attacks, and I'm like, I just have to sleep right now. Like, I have to. And, and I'll travel. And I have done these things that I did not realize. Oh, there were names for them. You know, actually, it's just the past couple of years. I've come to a lot of answers about a lot of strange things. And, uh, you know, here's this person who was um, shorty, <laughs> was practicing some dark magical things. And, uh, you know, an angel came and took her and showed her some things where people were essentially gnashing of teeth. Hello. Um, (laughs) Screaming, moaning, horrific things, something worse than a horror movie, and they've seen them all. And uh, essentially showed them hell, showed them what it looked like. And this was their future, unless they changed their ways. Now, um, I am so appreciative for Shorty to share such a, a story, because I think there's a lot of people out there who are doing a lot of things that they just feel like, well, I'm screwed now. I've been doing horrible things for so long. This is uh, just my path now. Well, hello, here's somebody that had their path flipped. Absolutely. And took the hint, major hint, got scooped up by an angel and took the major hint. I need to stop what I'm doing. It isn't over till it's over, people. It really isn't. And um, I have witnessed something similar to the hell place that they shared there um, on a a couple of occasions, actually. Well, a few occasions. And I've heard the screams. I've seen the people. And it sounds absolutely fantasy, doesn't it? 
like, oh, this is just your idea of what hell would be like or something. It's like, no, no, I really wasn't going there. I figured that it was a myth. Yes, I was raised a certain way, but I truly just thought it was, uh, you know, there's no way God would allow something like that to be here or for anything like that, right? Um, I just, wow, that if you guys only knew, if you only knew, like, it was just such a, uh, a distant thought from my mind, only to be met with it again and again. And it wasn't because I was doing something horrific. I remembered before I was born, I remembered what I came here for, and it was to prevent people from going to this place and also be made aware of the shadow people, hat man presence, and uh, to help people get right with their belief system uh, that there is something more powerful than the dark, the light. Uh, some people call God a lot of things. I just say God. <laughs> and then, of course, some Christians, so I say Jesus and whatnot. Uh, but there's a lot of people that have ideas from their culture or belief system that uh, helps them to identify these um, this element of God, right? Um, so I'm just, uh, I'm floored by this email because I know why I, I have these sleep attacks. I know why. And I do know that I've, I've gone into these... Uh, these trips where I am helping people, I've seen these people um, through some really crazy times or situations. And I, I know I've shared here on this program before, too, that sometimes those people found me and send their photos to say, oh, my goodness, you're a real person. You, you helped me with something. And uh, I didn't know what was going on with that. I really didn't. I didn't understand it. Um, why and how and um, it just blew my mind when I, I was told what that's called just a couple of years ago guys just a couple of years ago um, that is called bilocation okay I, I, I've heard of people projecting themselves to be in two places uh, like swamis or something would do and deep meditation uh, gurus even uh, but I, I'm not Catholic so I didn't know that there was a religious um, understanding of it uh, by location to be in two places at once and then uh, helping people in different situations um, kind of blew my mind, kind of blew my mind. Like, uh? you know, do the Scooby-Doo thing. And uh, so, yeah, uh, and, and those, those that impulse to drop, take a snooze and help somebody or be in another place uh, and experience something or see something, be taught something, Crystal City or other city. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, it's, this is something I haven't talked about much here on the show, but, um, there's a lot more to the story on all of that. And I'll be getting to that, um, in the near future. Okay. <laughs> but holy moly, I am blown away by this story here. And, uh, you know, I was in, a situation once and um, this kind of brings me to this this it's just so perfect I went to a restaurant with uh, my friend I'll just say is um, I won't give a name uh, so sitting there at a restaurant two of my friends when uh, one of them <laughs> ducked okay <laughs> and I was like whoa what's going on and then and then ducked again and then 
ran to the bathroom. Okay, I'll, I'll say the name is Samantha. Okay, I've mentioned that name before. She runs into the bathroom, and I'm like, "What the heck is going on here?" You know, and and I'm like, and and they're just like, yeah, "I'll be right back." I'm like, "Okay, sure." Um, <laughs> sit there, continue talking with one of my friends, other friend, and and uh, it's been a while, right? And I'm like, "Huh." And uh, my other friend's like, you should go and check on her, make sure she's all right. I'm like, okay, I'll go do that. And I go into the bathroom. And when I say she was like, it almost looked like she had put her finger into uh, an outlet, electrical outlet, and was just shaking. And I'm like, standing at the sink, holding the sink, okay, but stiff. And I'm like, whoa, are you okay? What's happening? And she's like, it just is so hard and I'm like what's so hard I'm like I go and get my friend this guy and and I'm like I need you you know comes into the bathroom and we're like holding her and when she just snaps out of it she's like oh man she's like an angel in the corner of the restaurant swooped down at her and she ducked because <laughs> she's like what is that she said I couldn't even say it fast enough and then it it swooped again at her and she ran into the bathroom and it went and it grabbed her from underneath her arm and pulled her and out of her body to this other place and went traveling. Okay. Oh, I got goosebumps and, uh, saw things. It just, you know, I can't even remember all the details, but was traveling to such beautiful places and, and saw this heaven-like place and and was just so immersed in it, was just so blown away by it. And her first words, though, when she was snapped out of it, this place here sucks. <laughs> like, what? She said, that place is so beautiful. There's so much love and light everywhere. And, and I come here and I, I come back into my body and I could barely move. It's so heavy here. And uh, she was just so taken aback by what she had just seen in her eyes. I'll just, I won't forget her eyes are just wide open with wonder. Like, this is the place you've gone to, Heidi. You've seen this, this crystal-like place, this city. I'm like, yes, I have. And uh, she's seen it from like the air. You know, looking at it, I was like just blown away. Like, wow, what was that about? Can you imagine? And and here I'm reading uh, this email and it's just like so much coming up uh, in my mind about what took place and what I've witnessed and, and what I, I've seen with my friend, too. So, you guys, <laughs> angels are real. How about that? They don't always have wings. Uh, in fact, I don't hear or I haven't seen that much myself. I've seen angelic beings, uh, sometimes not very human looking. Okay. Uh, the Bible doesn't describe them being very human looking either. Um, and people are like aliens. I'm like, well, they don't look human always. <laughs> but, you know, in the Crystal Lake City place, I, they wear white robes. They do look human there. Um but there are other beings who speak of God, who speak of Christ and uh, that presence being recognized throughout the universe. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Take that into account. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there are beings out there who understand from a different perspective. And we had our experience with 
this source of God and they have theirs. How about that? Um, so I don't know. I, I'm just, uh, I'm just, wow. What a way to end the show. That was really, it's really awesome. Shorty. I, I wish you put your real name cause that was an amazing account. And I want to thank you for taking the time to reach out. I think a lot of people thank you for that too. Uh, you know what, guys? We've come to the bottom of another fabulous program. I want to remind you to go to shadowfolks.com or heidihollis.com, H-E-I-D-I-H-O-L-L-I-S.com, and tell me your stories. Tell me what is going on out there. Go to the light. We don't always have to discuss the darker things. I always tell people, I'm like, I got eight books published. Only three of them are on the dark stuff. The rest is all light and fluffy and Jesus and angels and all that good stuff. Um, so <laughs> I am open to it. And uh, don't forget to also follow me Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook at one Heidi House. Put a one in front of my name. And uh, YouTube, just put my name, Heidi Hollis. And uh, so YouTube.com forward slash Heidi Hollis. And uh, follow my paranormal comic strip, The Outlanders, at The Outlanders Comic on Instagram and TheOutlandersComic.com. <sighs> I feel good. I feel good. This was, uh, this was really enlightening. It gave me a lot to think about myself, and I hope, uh, hope you guys do too. Well... You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series called Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halpern. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Gym Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.